0: This is Mentor Moment Number One Moderating Overattachment and Overreaction. This is a series of podcasts based upon the book we give new faculty at our orientation, and the book is Advice for New Faculty by Robert Boyce. Bob Boyce was a faculty development officer for over 35 years, and he did research on what distinguishes new faculty who go on to be successful faculty from those new faculty who do not go on to enjoy success in the academy. He found that there are eight behaviors that successful faculty, whom he calls exemplars, engage in, but many times they only do these things intuitively. They don't really know why they're doing them. Boys hypothesized that if he helped all new faculty act on these principles, many more could be successful. And in fact, that's exactly what he did find to be true over the course of his career. So, we don't want our new faculty to learn to be a successful faculty member just by trial and error. And we don't want our new faculty to be mystified at how to make it in this profession. So, we want the mentors to help new faculty think about the eight pieces of advice that form the framework of this book, Advice for New Faculty. This is mentor moment number one, based upon chapter five. Moderating over attachment and overreaction. In his book Advice for New Faculty, author Robert Boyce identifies a major difference between new faculty who later thrived in the profession from new faculty who did not. That difference was in the exemplar's ability to moderate their tendency toward perfectionism and egoism. He calls this overattachment to content and overreaction to criticism. This chapter, chapter 5, is cited every year by our new faculty as the single most important chapter of the book. And among mature faculty who read this book, I get comments that they wish they had read a chapter like this when they were first starting out. So reassure your mentee that he or she is not alone in needing help to moderate overattachment and overreaction during the probationary year. It seems to be the little dirty secret within the faculty ranks. On page 56 in the book, Boyce lists some indicators of overattachment and overreaction. Maybe the shoe will fit here. The indicators are rushing and premature decisions. Tension, fatigue, doubts about being perfect enough, he and others call this the imposter syndrome, anxiety that reaches the point that it blocks your ability to act or maybe even is paralyzing, humorless inflexibility. Binging, because the work seems too important to interrupt. Grandiosity, that the work is the most important thing in the universe. Difficulties stopping, even when diminishing returns have set in. That doggedness that sometimes uh, is not so beneficial. And then the final indicator is overreaction to, criticize, to criticism. And this is even sometimes to the point that we overreact to indifference as if mere indifference was an attack. Balance is the key to moderating overattachment and overreaction. This is one of those things that's easy to say and hard to do. But Boyce continues on page 56 to point out that exemplary teachers spend, get this, roughly the same amount of time preparing for class as they spend in class. Yes, roughly the same amount of time preparing as they spend in. Exemplary teachers prepare fewer main points, but more examples of each or more activities for students to do related to each. Exemplary teachers go to class without having everything perfectly prepared and scripted out. They are not over to their teaching content. In consultations, I often say that whoever is doing the work is the one doing the learning. So before your mentee spends oodles of time synthesizing vast quantities of information... For delivery to students, pay attention to our metaphors here, prompt your mentee to consider turning that synthesizing effort into a classroom activity that the students do themselves. Let students do the good part. This would be a good time to share a sample assignment or class activity from your own repertoire that achieves this. For the beginning teacher who might be skeptical of this moderate approach, or who might be too insecure to to trust it, to believe it, Boyce suggests that they plan one 20-minute segment of class, which will be based upon the briefest notes of preparation, and then just see how that segment of class goes, and contrast it with the segments that are more extensively prepared, let the new seat teacher see for her or himself. Now it can be important to self monitor for signs that we are not maintaining our distance from egoism. On page fifty eight, Boyce lists some clues, some things that ought to be, you know, red flags. Anytime we think we are being too brilliant to interrupt, anytime we have we experience escalated annoyance with disruptions. I know we've all had colleagues um, treat us as a disruption. Anytime we're feeling this internal pressure to make our work impeccable, brilliant, perfecto, you know. I often am saying it's not about being a Nobel Prize winner. Anytime we are anticipating that our classroom presentation will be such that only the brightest, most deserving students will understand it. These are indicators that we're not keeping our proper distance from egoism. Anytime we have, um, we fall victim to this urgency to cover all the content, I would urge you to remember what is an alternative meaning of cover. And then finally, I think probably the most important indicator of all. Is if we are experiencing diminishing joy in class either our own or our students diminishing joy now these feelings are not always inappropriate certainly we've all had one of those days certainly we can you know descend into flights of fancy every now and then so feeling these feelings these indicators and the feelings behind them are not always inappropriate but they are indicators that ought to trigger, trigger us to take a close look to make sure. This is where your hand of guidance for new faculty is just going to be really important. As a more experienced faculty member, you can probably think of times during your career when you felt these impulses or when these impulses were clearly motivating one of your colleagues in their um, behavior toward you. Think back on some of those, and I would just ask you to consider this. Were they in the end productive or more toward destructive? Consider sharing your hard won insights with your mentee. One of the main tips for countering over attachment is counterintuitively enough to practice early evaluations the longer we go without soliciting feedback on our performance the more time we have to nitpick with ourselves and to establish unreasonable expectations and you know how good we are at doing that and those inflated expectations are almost sure to be disappointed so why set ourselves up for that why see your mentee get set up for that On page 59, Boyce writes, Successful new faculty implement their own evaluations at intervals during the course of a semester. There's a couple of things to remember here. Successful new faculty implement their own. We're not talking about high-stakes, external, summative stuff. We're talking about a little bit along the way formative evaluation on something that's important to the instructor. On the pages following page 59 where he writes that, there are a couple of forms that Boyce shows that new faculty can use to accomplish this. Very simply, the new faculty might consider implementing a one-minute paper, and this uses the last minute of a class period to ask students to respond to the prompt, what is helping you to learn in this course? What would help you to learn better? So you see we're not talking about really complex things help your new faculty member understand that. New faculty could also use the survey function of Blackboard to collect anonymous responses to evaluative prompts like that. Sherry Dare, our teaching and learning technology specialist, would be happy to help them set this up. Simply have them call the help desk at extension 4544 to request the service. Or I've seen new faculty use paper-pencil versions and then to keep the workload down They detail a small group of students to score and summarize, you know, to score in some way and summarize. Robert Boyce actually recommends this, um, this strategy. I encourage you to help your new faculty member check the details of implementing this in the most economical way possible, and uh, Boyce gives some more advice on page 61. You can always advise your mentee to keep it simple. Whatever method your mentee chooses, Boyce recommends doing it about every three weeks. So not every session by any means, but about every three weeks. The point in all this is to give up some of our perfectionism and isolationism by taking an action that can lead to improvement. Frequent small doses of criticism are actually just what the doctor ordered. Mentor Moment Number One Moderating Overattachment and Overreaction.